know most of the time I can be a figure it out as I go kind of gal, but man, sometimes it really pays to learn from a professional. I guess Ringo's life of crime up to this point was useful after all. He used his interrogation skills on Aquamarine and the grunts. Or, or. I know, Seely. I think he could have gotten way more out of them if you sat on their feet, too. Or. And he showed us how to break into a heavy-duty safe. How cool is that? We're turning Aquamarine over to the international police, but Dusty and Jax are gonna cooperate. Don't worry. If they try any funny business, Mikey can just knock them right out, especially now that he's a Gengar. <laughs> Gengar. Gotta go, Dad. We're gonna keep practicing our ice cream making. Pearl. Yes. Where we left off last time, our final image was that of Ringo turning his back on Aquamarine and leaving her alone in the cooler, the it freezer. Was amazing, guys. <laughs> it was so cool. <laughs> so, with that, you all still have Jack's. An ice and, cream shop. Well, yes. Uh, <laughs> Also that, but you have Jackson Dusty, who I believe are still kind of tied up, at least their hands and everything. And we're taking them upstairs, question mark. What yeah. are y'all what are y'all thinking with this situation right now? How long until like detectives people gets here? They could be here later today. Ringo has said that he can hold down the fort while waiting. Well yeah, we just uh we bring them upstairs. They get some Chinese food in them. Um, yes. We play ice cream shop some more. Sure. Um, but Ringo does get information from them on who they know who is in Team Nasty. Sure, sure, sure. He begins kind of working on that process. Yeah, while he, like, kind of goes through their train, like, he is essentially giving a very thorough job of interviewing them and doing a really good job. But then throughout all that, Pearl is playing ice cream. For sure. And I Luca think that, is also sitting at the table. I'm like, and, and yeah. At the I, interview table or at the uh, ice cream? At the interview table. Uh, nice. Yeah. <laughs> nice. He's doing that. But meanwhile, I think that uh, <laughs> I, I'm seeing uh, <laughs> the freshly evolved Fanta and Mikey with like the little paper ice yeah. cream parlor hats. Those were always so cool. These are kind of unsettling and not not the nicest ones because they also just have, like, the eyes all over them. It's like, who decided that the googly eyes were going to be a thing? Yeah. <laughs> Bad choices. It's um, like, how do we not see that this was an ice cream shop run by villains? There's yeah, right? <laughs> awful eyes everywhere. It makes me think of a series of unfortunate events where it's like, oh, my gosh, it's so obvious while you're reading the books. Like, Come on. these characters, like, this is a bad guy. Olaf is right there. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> But I would also like to say Elmer is redecorating with Pearl. Oh, sure. Um, so, like, you know, she, like, we've got an interior design. I've consulted with Celia and Elmer on it. You mm -hmm. know, we're first, first is take down all the eyeballs. So we're trying. Nice. You, you are well, working I on ice that. Because I'm like, guys, I can't help. I got customers. <laughs> Your other Pokemon have been like let out of their Pokeballs and they formed a line and yeah. you're serving them the ice cream. Uh, me and Curly are really trying to like find new flavor profiles and match them. Some of my Pokemon are customers too. Mm -hmm, mm -hmm, mm -hmm. Just roll 2d6. I want to say plus instinct because it's coming from the heart. Well, uh, for, <laughs> for Curly uh, to see now that there is the love, how quickly we are reforming our ice cream ways. Couldn't we also have Coconut helping us too? Sure. Great. Yeah, those are the three people working behind the counter. Yes, Me, you Coconut, and Coco and, and Curly. Curly. Yes. Ten. 
10. Wow. Okay. Already, and especially with some help from Coconut, uh, Curly is getting more of an idea of what it truly means to be an ice cream maker. Yeah. Uh, Not just a cog in the machine, but really pouring the love into the flavors and textures and all of that. Yep. Totally. Nice. So. And I like to think that, like, when Dusty gets a milkshake, he's like, wait, what? Is this how it's supposed? Yes, this is how it's supposed to be done. Jax is like, I don't think I've ever tasted anything this beautiful before. I know. You guys were doing a really bad job. Yeah. In multiple ways. Absolutely. No, really, yeah, we 100%. You were bad at we, it. We were very bad at this. I'm actually like kind of lactose intolerant. So I was just really, this was not my preferred kind of station. And this internship was not also what I thought it was really going to be. Well, may I present to you an internship that could be everything you need and more. They're listening. What are some things you need? Family? Love? Shelter, food, well, I've got the man for you. And I call our dear friend at the aquarium. I call security guard Jeff. Jeff is in the security office at the museum and he hears his phone ring a ding 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 do ring a dong dong ding do ring ding 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 do. Uh, hey there, Pearl. Hi. Uh, uh, well, I'm glad that it sounds like you are still uh, up and moving and uh, not in a, a parallel. Well, I hope you're not in a perilous situation. Cause that's... Jeff, I've got you not only a free cruise. Great. Yeah, so we locked, we locked that in. Great. Wait, huh? You are now the director of the aquarium, sir. Um, what? Congratulations! Pearl, I gotta say, I'm kind of scared to ask what you've done and how if Aquamarine's I... Aquamarine's going to jail for a very long time. Oh, ah. Everything we thought was happening was correct. She is an evil monster mermaid, more so a kraken. Oh, um, well... And therefore, right. the board of directors has promoted you, sir. Luca hops on the phone. He's like, hey, yeah, just to be clear, the board of directors uh, specifically has not done anything, but I think that all people but can... But we're putting your name in! I, th- I think that the people who are kind of taking care of all this will will put the pieces in the right spots. And, uh, I mean, yeah, if, if you want it, it can, it can probably come down that way. Uh, well, I gotta say, that sounds like a pretty sweet gig, as long as I got about two weeks before I start the new gig. For the, for the, for the cruise? For the cruise, all yes. Alright, 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 I respect your priorities. It can't be all work, alright? You gotta get to play. Alright, so, well, that means you might need some new security interns. I already got one of these guys working at the gift shops, but do you like the gift shop, Jax? I I wouldn't mind a, a change of, of you know position. It's mostly just kids yelling about where is this and that. So yeah, like where is Big, the coolest Pokemon ever? And how dare you? How dare you? How dare you? Yeah, stuff like that. Yeah, yeah I was one of yeah. those kids. They're right. <laughs> um, well, I've got two new interns for the security positions you need. Well, uh, and you oh, can also right. be their dad. Well, that I think is you could adopt them. Not I know exactly he wants to I'm... adopt you guys. <laughs> uh, I'm going so... full Wendy and Peter Pan. Oh my god! I'm sure my parents would adopt you, Wendy. Who? That is so much to assume. That's a that's a we big are assumption assuming to a make. lot there, Wendy. <laughs> but Pearl's doing it. Oh my gosh! She's like, well, okay. guys, you're getting a dad. They're Ha-ha. both like we are both over 18 years old. <laughs> oh, well. Can you, can, 
What's what's Jeff's wife? I don't think we've ever said. Okay. <laughs> well, well, Jeff's that. wife will cook you a nice spaghetti dinner every now and then. Okay, how about that? Uh, that I think that we can do. Now that that sounds like a good plan. I love spaghetti. She love also it. might want to adopt you guys. We can cross that bridge when it we. It can come be to symbolic. It. <laughs> we found a home, kind of. Oh my gosh, uh, but <laughs> it seems as though they are cooperating, and uh, even with oh, the new Jeff, position Jeff. at the aquarium. They will still certainly have an eye kept on them. Jeff, Jeff. Yeah. Uh, can they live in your house? I. They need lodging. I can help them find some lodging. All right, How guys. Bed, that? papa, and money. You're welcome. <laughs> welcome to the good side of the team. Now we get a lot of benefits. I'll make sure that we get you on the good insurance plan when you start work up. Sure. I mean. <laughs> that too. Life insurance. Nice. I could do some of that. <laughs> Your premium would be terrible. <laughs> I know, I know. They know how many times I call the police and there's explosions. Yeah, that's a high-risk client for sure. So with that, you, you've kind of got a new spot set up for Jackson Dusty. They have they're told not Ringo. New. I mean, I'm not uprooting their whole lives. No, so yeah, I mean, they're still in town. But as far as just like... A new new position and certainly a, a second chance rather than, you know, getting... Just t- thrown on the curb. Yeah. Yeah, no. Thrown out on the curb or in a in a dark, dank cell. So, and then, can I take uh, the phone still with Jeff? And sure, go into yeah. The corner? Yeah. Now, Jeff. Yeah. I mean, these guys that I'm giving you... Uh-huh. It's definitely their second chance. You know what I mean? Sure. Uh, all right. So, so, I know sometimes you can think everything's hunky-dory and it's not... Right, that history would prove that that has in fact been the case. Cool, cool. So you still gotta keep an eye on these guys. That's why I'm trying to make them your dad, like you, the dad. Sure, I I don't know if I'm comfortable with being like their dad, but I understand. Godfather, you're the godfather now. what you're saying. Right, no, integral part of their lives, it's kind of like a mentorship. A, A mentorship? Yeah. Sure. With mentos in it. Well, you had me and then you lost me. Don't worry about it. Just keep a sharp eye on them. Sure. All right. Well, old, old Jeff will keep his eyes peeled. I'll tell you that much right now. Great. But also, yeah, if there's any sort of, if you if there is any kind of law, law-keeping entity that'll also just, just make sure that they're not going to do anything unsavory to, that, that I'm not the only source of... Uh, Reliability? Yeah, accountability? Yeah. Uh, I guess. Thanks for that. I mean, you got it. That's all. You got this, man. Click. <laughs> bye. Bye. Oh. She I did a up. bye. I clicked and then I said bye. I should practice this. <laughs> <laughs> we'll see him before we leave. He's like us. Oh, she clicked without even saying goodbye. Oh, I call him back. <laughs> Just to say goodbye, yeah. click. <laughs> <laughs> nice. So with that, do you guys want to hang around here at the shop with Ringo, or do you want him to kind of take it from here as y'all go to take care of other business? If he feels good, I mean, I feel like I'll probably be driving him crazy. Yeah, no, he's like, I mean, please, by all means, if you got other things that you need to do, you you go on and do that. That is just fine. Okay. Um, Is there a security camera where he can also watch Aquamarine still? 
Yeah, I think that with y'all just kind of hanging out at this point and certainly now having run of the place since you have essentially taken over this Team Nasty hideout here in Bolette, that in the manager's office, there is the security camera kind of set up and everything where he can keep an eye on everything, which would include down in the freezer where Aquamarine is. Okay, great. Just so she, like, doesn't die. Sure. Or run away. Sure. He's going to make sure neither of those two things happen. Both good things to make sure don't happen. Yeah, and he's still interviewing Dusty and Jax, like, just very intricate of tell me about the recruitment process, what were the stages, all those things. Yes, they are cooperating. Great. And, d- 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 oh, uh, Pearl says, if anything goes down, you got to call us immediately, okay? Yeah, I'll call you. Don't worry about it. Okay, cool. But no, like I said, by, by all means, if you got places to go, things to see, people to... Oh, yeah, I got can, an all another go. crime scene to take care of. Well, have fun. All right, Luca. Yeah, what's up? Let's go... We're making this city clean today. (laughs) Let's go to the gym and take out the biggest rat in this town. (laughs) Call me the exterminator, because now I got an artillery and it's equipped. (laughs) Yep. (laughs) Loading his little arms. It's little like cannon mouth. Yep, yep. All right, cool. So... I mean, how we want to do this? Am I just am I just going and doing the gym, and then I'm gonna try to talk to slash interrogate Mortimer after? Yeah, that I mean that. Well, actually, yes, yes, that sounds really good. All right, cool. Um, because I would like to be in the stands with a mustache. Sure. Yeah. No, that'll that'll be enough to do the trick, I think. Yeah. And just kind of get a grid of anything weird if I see it. But I don't want to go into a full, I'm going to wreck this entire building while you're trying to get your badge, Jim. I think that that's probably a wise idea, especially because I'll be multiple floors underground. So, yeah. Yeah. I mean, I could go ham if you'd like me to go ham undercover. I mean, I think let's just see what we got and where we're at. If you want to keep an eye on things, I mean, maybe uh, if we feel like things are a little shady... If I hopefully manage to beat the guy, get the badge, maybe you could find a way to sneak into the green room after. But uh, yeah, outside of that, before I'm not too concerned. If you want to just you know sit and watch, do whatever, keep an eye on things, that's fine with me. Great. I think the only thing I want to add on to that is that I think when Karen goes to do the announcements for the big final gym moment, sure, I'm gonna try to sneak away. So I'm gonna miss kind of the first part of the fight, but I'm gonna try to look through her desk. To look through Karen's desk. Yeah. All right, yeah. The reception, because she's right at the front. Yeah, she's right there at the front yeah. desk, yeah. Yeah. All right, that's uh, that's cool with me. Are you going to walk in with me, or are we just going separate? No, I mean, I would. I, let's just stick together. It's been a long day. Weird stuff has already happened. Yeah, that's, that's fine with me. Cool. All right, awesome. I wonder if Button will be there. My strangle. I mean. This is where I first met my strangle. <laughs> Past experiences would seem to indicate that, yeah, they'll probably be there. I'm going to pack a milkshake to go for both of them. Nice. (laughs) You do. So y'all leave the silly scoop and head over to the Pokemon Center. Both y'all get your Pokemon fully healed from their battles down below in the Team Nasty hideout. And Luca prepares his party for his gym challenge. Cool. So in his party to challenge the Bolet City Gym, Luca will have Tarzan the Grovile, L the Sneasel, Bonnaroo the Vapor Bulbasaur, Roxanne the Ralts, and Tufus the Vapor Croconaw. 
He takes a minute to also just get his inventory all sorted out, make yeah, sure was, that he's got, you know, things that he needs, any healing item type things, stuff like that. I was like curious that. what items they're carrying. Yes. So as far as held items for Lucas' team here, Tufus has still got the wide lens. Tarzan's got the souvenir sword. L has the razor claw. Bonnaroo is rocking the EXP share. And Roxanne currently does not have any held items or anything like that. But Roxanne will be at the front of the party, probably with uh, the anticipation of quickly getting swapped out, but <sighs> grabbing some experience. <sighs> okay, I think in the ice cream shop, he's getting everyone equipped and giving these items and giving a pump up talk about, hey guys, this is what we're going to do. And when Pearl sees that Roxanne doesn't get anything, she grabs leftovers and gives them to her. Nice. And she's like, Rats! I know it's a bone. It's weird. I wish it was a Chinese takeout carry box for you, too. Because that would look cute with you. You could just hold it like a little purse. <laughs> she holds the takeout box with the bone in it like a little purse. Oh, I put it in a little... Sassily. Ta- oh, like I put it in a little takeout box? Okay, great. That's cute. Yes. Great. And she sassily holds it. You're working it, girl. Rats. But you Rats. gotta... No, you gotta give it back to me. Rats. Rats. This, no, it's not yours. Rats. Okay, why? What do they all see in you? What is the big deal here? <laughs> Ralts. Okay, yeah, that's true. <laughs> He's like, oh, thanks, Pearl. I realized I was like, I have the assault vest, but sticking that on a Ralts doesn't really make sense. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, no, that would definitely cramp her style. It doesn't really, doesn't really fit. <laughs> But cool beans. So Great. that is that will what... give her a little something in this. Now. Oh, absolutely! Because yeah. whoa, she only has twenty eight health. That's why she's gonna get swapped me. out quickly. You are kidding me, dude. <sighs> she's only got twenty eight. I mean, yeah, that girl can't go in with no item. Bonnaroo also only has twenty eight. Oh wow, Luca, uh, you have a plan, sir. I can't deny it. Making bold choices are, going into this are, gym. Yeah, there are a couple of tanks and a couple glass cannons. <laughs> Not even glass cannons. They're just made of glass. Yeah, you're bringing some Shervarsky crystals in there. Crystals. Luxury. <laughs> Style. Crystals. But along with the held items, he's got some, you know, various restoratives and things in cool. his inventory. Makes sense. That he has acquired. But with that... He's all set to go, and you all head over to the Bolet City Gym. Gym. Yes, we do. Excellent. So y'all make your way toward the gym, a familiar building with the large rock and roll hand symbol of the grunge badge up above the door. You go inside uh, to on. this. Yes. Can my mustache be found? Like a fake mustache found at the ice cream shop, so it looks like a Team Nasty mustache. Ooh, they certainly have plenty of those around. I, I should add also that um, mm-hmm. Dusty and Jax, Jax did not have one in the gift shop. Not really anyway. There was like, you know, some stubble. But both of them, <laughs> and Aquamarine, I'm retroactively just making sure that this was in there. All of them did have fake mustaches. L-O-L. <laughs> <laughs> Ringo's making them shave in the back. Oh my wow. gosh! He's, He's like, like, this is part of it now. You're starting. You're starting a new baby face. <laughs> All right. Yes. Yeah, so uh, you have taken one of the uh, fake mustaches from the team nasty lair. Oh, you know what? Jk. 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 
I forgot that Luca picked up those black glasses last time. Yeah. Ah. <laughs> so tell you what, if you would like for Roxanne to keep the leftovers, she certainly can. What did the glasses do? Uh, the black glasses increase the power of dark type moves. No, we're going to keep the leftovers. All right, cool. Tufus is now wearing the black glasses, but purely for style, not Absolutely. for any sort of held item benefit. Big fan, big fan. <laughs> Absolutely. That with his leather vest. Excellent. So you all make your way into the gym, into the familiar lobby of the Bolette City gym. With my fake mustache. With your fake mustache. Are you walking right next to Luca? Yeah. No, no, I am not. I'm okay. Not. <laughs> <laughs> I give him a quick hug before we enter. I'm like, you got this, man. Thanks, Pearl. Now, I've never known you were born, and I put the massive mustache on. <laughs> I've never seen you before in my life. Who is this stranger? Why are you talking to me? Get off my lawn. <laughs> <laughs> Great. So you stagger your entrances. Let him go first so he can sign up. Mm -hmm. uh, and he walks up to the counter where a Karen is waiting. She says, oh, hello, and welcome to the Bolette City Gym. Uh, now, hmm, have I seen you before? Yeah, I, uh... Came here once with a friend, and now I'm here to do this gym for myself. Oh, well, excellent, excellent. Uh, name, please? Luca. And uh, last name? S. The rest of the last name? Can I just see your trainer card? Uh, yeah. <laughs> 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 oh, I'm just going to roll 2d6 for Karen. How much she knows, yeah. Alrighty, we're smelling rats all over the place. Because this lady looks like the Goofy movie, but maybe she's really just a rat in disguise. Oh, my gosh. <laughs> uh, yeah, she got a, a natural aid, and she is also She's a, a, a rat! She's not lady. from the Goofy movie! <laughs> she says, oh, oh, I see. There's, oh, there's wow. nothing to see. I am well, just a human uh, being. Well, we're, we're happy to have you here, uh, Mr. Salvatore. All right, we're already All acting right. weird. You can call me Luca. Oh, well, all, all right there, Luca. Um, so Thank you, Karen. Let's see here. It looks like you're a tier two trainer. All right. So we're going for that third gym badge today. All right. Uh, well, excellent. I've actually, I've got a spot open. Someone is uh, in there right now, but it looks as though they are up on the B1 level about to make their way up into the gym. So uh, I can go ahead and take you down now if you're ready. That sounds great. Let's do it. Excellent. So Karen walks him around the desk and pushes the button on the wall behind. While this is happening, Pearl enters. Go ahead and roll 2d6 plus agility. 10. A 10, a full success. Yeah, 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 yeah. Okay, now. Because of the mustache. Is it that you're I making like yourself hold on, hold inconspicuous on. or is that you're yes. like flipping around? Okay. Yes. I like to imagine I have a mustache. I'm walking inconspicuously. And I also have one of those cool little like hats that are in style right now. They're kind of like like a 70s hat, Ooh. like a little um, train conductor kind of cap. Okay. That's all. I just wanted that. Okay, just a little conductor. <laughs> so you're saying, I'm assuming you've also like put on some slightly different clothes, like maybe some pants or whatever. So you just look like a tiny man. Yeah, I look like a tiny train conductor. <laughs> I do look like a tiny man. Gosh, Pearl. It is, I, when I'm trying, I'm trying to describe what a Waluigi cap is like without saying it's a Waluigi cap. Oh, so you, you've just got one of the hats like any of the miscellaneous Mario Brothers. Yes. Or non-Mario Brothers. Yeah, 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 yeah. But yeah. They, they make me think of train conductor hats. I see what you're saying. Yeah, just Stylistically, a little more poof. Yeah. Like the ones that are, um... 
the blue and white striped ones. Sure. Yeah. Yeah. Not the like, you got a ticket, I'm on the North Pole. I'm Tom Hanks. <laughs> Not being Tom Hanks. Hot chocolate? We Hot got chocolate. It. Polar Express. Oh yeah, no, gosh. not that hat. Great, specifically not that hat. Hey, everybody at home, try to describe a hat. It's much harder than you think. <laughs> okay, don't judge us for the past three minutes because... Uh, not us. I mean, just don't judge my descriptive words. <laughs> with I actually thought the 70s little cap was good. It's hard. It's hard to describe a hat. Oh, my okay? gosh. Okay. Thank you. Fantastic. Okay, but with your 10, with your full success, you are not noticed. Uh, I think that as soon as up on the board, there is the El Salvatore up there on the top screen. Everybody kind of just like looks over. Little murmurs amongst the crowd in the lobby there, and you slip in unnoticed amongst everybody there. Yes. Are they in the elevator and they're going down yet? At this point, yes. Karen has pressed the button for the elevator. It is open, and they've both stepped inside, and the doors close. I immediately put up a sign that says, bring a light jacket. It's cold down there. From way back when. And I'm going to make sure, like, I want it to be, like, metal. Um, and uh, me and Celia are going to use some some power tools. And we're going to nail this sign no. into. <laughs> and you be like, it's maintenance. It's maintenance. Nobody worry about a thing. I got my conductor suit and my little my little work jumpsuit on, so nobody worry about it. <laughs> okay, so this this will be you blowing your stealth. But Why? Why? Because you're I'm using power in. tools, but no, people will I'm just in, assume in. that you're doing I'm what you're supposed to be, to be here. Doing. Yeah. Yeah. You're doing what you're supposed to be doing. I'm doing what I, everybody back off, okay? But I people am, hear. Yeah, because I want people to know to bring a light jacket. Because it is cold down it's there. It's cold down there. Canonically, based on episode 17. Let me just say it was totally worth it. I just didn't want to get caught by Karen because Karen was going to get weird about it. I knew she would. 18. Charhuli was 17. Charhuli. It has been almost 100 episodes since we've been at the Bullet City Gym. And how many trainers have gone in and had goosebumps? Because they did not bring a light jacket. It's a scare tactic. (laughs) Was there anything else that you were trying to do other than put up the sign? I think just kind of establish I'm like just a little uh, everyday working Joe right now. Just a tiny maintenance man. I'm just a tiny maintenance man. Sure. Okay. I am a tiny maintenance man in a little suit you see. A tiny little little man with a suit and a hammer for you and me. (laughs) (laughs) What? That was one of those originals that actually panned out for once. It was originally based on a doll in a music box by Chitty Chitty Bang Bang, but it it took a turn. Pretty immediately took a turn, yeah. I do a little robot dance while I sing and hammer this song. I am a tiny little maintenance man, strong and mighty with my hand. I make the world better and you shall see. I'm singing much too high in the key of C. Oh my gosh. Uh, that's funny. Thank you. Celia also has a matching hat and, and jumpsuit. <laughs> and then, um, while Karen's still down there, I'd like to imagine Button finds me and Ralts finds me. <laughs> yeah, you're, you're doing your little song as you put the sign up there and you just hear, Hello! Hi, guys! Oh, uh. oh whoa! Did I actually fool you? 
Hey, hey, Pearl. Hi, I'm a tiny little maintenance man. Sorry about that. Um, hey, I bought you guys something. Ah, uh, what is it? Uh, milkshakes. Yes! And that's called an actor's breath, folks. <laughs> that was amazing, Jonah. Oh, my word. I was not physically prepped and wow just just imagine that is happening in the lobby Perfect. just imagine <laughs> just imagine toadstool and button both of them just like fists in the air mouths wide open and eyes wide open just amazing if this is a graphic shaking. novel that whole little moment would be drawn and last for a full page yes it's, it's a full page <laughs> yeah like cutting between him and you would see Lee looking at him, and him, and you would see Lee looking at him. <laughs> I love it. Um, so I kind of say, will you guys save a spot for me after all, after that beautiful moment? Um, will you guys save a spot for me in the final um, battle? Yeah, sure. What you doing here behind the desk? There's a rat in the state of Denmark. What's and I Denmark? Pull, I pull him real close. <laughs> <coughs> There's a rat in the state of Denmark. I don't know where, where's, I, what's a Denmark? You know when you get an egg out and you from, leave it on from, the counter. Oh, from the fridge. Got it. Yep. And it smells. Sure. That's what's happening. And that egg. Yeah. Oh, that egg is Mr. Mortimer himself. Wow. And we're going to blow it wide open. Uh, interesting. Uh, okay. While Karen's not up here, can I just take a look at her dress now? Uh, sure. After Toadstool's like, uh, uh okay. And Hold just on. trying to uh, process this accusation that you have thrown out, uh, you can attempt to ruffle through the desk. Okay. Uh, go ahead and, uh, just since you, we've had this whole interaction here, uh, just roll 2d6 plus personality to keep up your charade. I just got a five on the dice. A five on the dice. And I think I'm going to use my, um... Mixed success. Oh, fudge. I've already used them all. And just like that, the facade is dead. <laughs> with this whole chat with Toadstool and the fact that you've uh, done all of this maintenance and making loud noises at the desk, do what you will. But people are starting to, like, see and get suspicious of the fact that there's somebody who's just continuing to rustle around at Karen's desk. Okay, I'm not going to do it then. <laughs> I'm not going to do it. I'm going to try to wait until later when there's less people around. Cool. All right. So you you just sort of back away and just... Yeah, me and Celie start to do just like a little broom dance. <laughs> you, you know? We you only do. know how to be maintenance people in the terms of musical theater, and that's why it's fishy. Oh, my gosh. Yes, that's absolutely true. There's always a song and dance associated with it. It's like, that's not how this really works. Sorry. Sorry, Shingle. I got to get back to work. Look okay. at me brushing the floor so clean. <laughs> and they're like, why are they keep singing in that key if they're a little maintenance man?
friends, Jonah here to say thank you for listening to Postcards from Pearl. I'd like to take a moment to tell you about our fabulous partner, Dice Envy. This week, check out their new Carmine Kiss set. These spicy red dice with flecks of gold glitter and elegant gold numbering are perfect for any persuasion check. You can get 10% off of your purchase at Dice Envy by going to diceenvy.com slash questco or by using promo code questco at checkout. That's Q-U-E-S-T-C-O for 10% off of your entire order. If you're a fan of what we do here on Quest Company Jr. and you want to help us out, please go over to our page on the Apple Podcast app or Spotify or wherever you listen to your podcasts and leave us a rating and review. It's a big old help to us, and we read every review that comes in. And if you really love what we do here at Quest Company Jr. and you want to take that next step in supporting us, please consider becoming a Patreon subscriber. For as little as $2 a month, you can help us with necessary expenses, help us continue to improve the quality of the show, and get access to exclusive content and patron rewards. If you'd like to give us that support, you could do so at patreon.com slash questcompanypodcast. You can find the link to the Patreon on our website, questcompanyjunior.com. If you'd like to contact us, you could do so directly through our website or by finding us on Instagram and Twitter at Junior. You can also hang out with us in our Quest Company Discord and get all the latest updates on Pocket Monster Fight. We're working on a digital combat tracker sheet for all you GMs out there, and we are really excited about it. Kyle is doing some awesome work. If you want to check that out in the Discord, the link to it is on our website and Twitter. We know that word of mouth is the best way to get people listening to a new podcast, and that is especially true for independent shows like ours. So we would love to see you posting about the podcast and telling your friends about us. If we see you tweeting about us or posting fan art using hashtag Junior or hashtag PostcardsFromPearl, you might get a character named after you on the show. And if you or your kids have fan art of the podcast that you want to share, just make sure when you post it to tag us so that we can see it. Speaking of word of mouth, thanks to everyone's favorite Gengar, Mikey, over at Pokemon Crossroads for continuing to feature us during Pokemon Podcast Month. And thanks to all you listeners who sent in feedback about the show. We so appreciate it. Speaking of fan art, we've been getting some more awesome art sent to us since our last episode. Thank you to Fairytale Girl MB at MBurgundy on Instagram for continuing to bless us with a plethora of sketches over on the Insta. Lots of great Ringo sketches since last episode. We love to see it. And thank you to Black Belt Kate at Crandon Creation on Twitter for a beautiful piece featuring coconut fighting Aquamarine's Tentacruel. It's amazing. We love our round little king. If you haven't seen those, go check them out on our Instagram and Twitter where we'll be sharing them or on the fan art page of the website or over on the Discord. Quest Company Jr. is a proud member of Podicon Go, a group of independent podcasts supporting high-quality content that's fun for the whole family. Podicon Go is your reliable corner of the internet for the kind of podcast that everyone can enjoy, with shows ranging from animal facts to stories to audio dramas to RPG actual plays and more. Check them out at podicongo.com. I'd also like to take a moment to thank all of the amazing artists whose music is featured in this episode. Thank you to Fool Boy Media for the song Video Game Land and Tunnels. Thank you to Zame for Game Corner Hoenn Remastered, Driftvale City Gym Remastered, and Driftvale City 8-Bit Remix, and Battle Champion Brendan. Thank you to Braxton Burks and Materia Collective for Trouble at Slowpoke Well. Thanks to Maker for Pokemon Center, Master Mustard Battle, and Mount Moon. Thank you to PokeNerd Scott for the original tracks, Fungus Fighters, and Fightin' Dirty. Thank you to Mary for Ice Cream Kisses. Thank you to Nesquartetan for Super Mario Blues and World's Best Grandpa for Polka Center. Thanks to White Bones for the songs Blinds and No Spark. And thank you to TabletopAudio.com for providing the ambient sounds! That's all for me, so let's see what Luke is up to down in the caverns below the gym. Thank you for joining us here at Quest Company Jr.
as you do your maintenance man song and dance. Down below. Luca and Karen have come to where the elevator lets out down on basement level three, B3. As they step out, Luca sees the site that you have seen before. This hallway of stone and rock and, and dirt that is lit by these lanterns on the walls. Uh, and along these walls and on the ceilings and floor, there are some stalagmites and stalactites. Very, again, very rock city kind of vibe, along with some small gem and ore veins throughout the walls. And the light from the lanterns glints off of those every now and then. And Karen pulls out the nose pass and says, well, all right, uh, nose pass here will be your guide if you get lost. Uh, it will always point north, so uh, if you lose uh, your sense of direction, it'll it'll help you get where you need to go. Thanks. Do you require anything else before I leave? Um, no, I mean, I, I feel, it's a little chilly down here, but I feel good. Oh, really? Even though you're wearing a light jacket? Yeah, I mean, maybe it should be a thick sweater instead. Though <laughs> so he's canonically wearing his leather jacket. I know, I know, I know, I know. I just wanted to say it. Well, best of luck on your challenge. We hope to see you back up top. Hope. Goodbye. Either way, I get out, right? <laughs> so Karen leaves and goes back up the elevator, leaving Luca alone down here on the bottom. He says, all right, well, uh... Let's get to it then. So, for his party order, he's got Roxanne out front. Again, we're anticipating a, a quick switch wherever uh, they end up going there. But he can go down the hallways here. Let me pull up my old sheet of paper that has the maps from again so, so long ago when you were here the first time. I found them again. That's so cool. I love it. I wonder if it will be the same people for trainers or not. So as he begins moving through the tunnels here, it goes for a little ways before it curves to the left some, and then he reaches a fork in the road where he can either take a left or a right. The right seems to curve up north again pretty quickly, and then the left path seems to go straight west for a ways before it does anything else. Let's go left. All right, cool. He takes the left path, which goes west before it can either continue straight ahead a little or he can veer off to the right, which would then take him north. Left. Taking the left path, he ends up finding himself at a dead end, but finds an ornberry nice. lying on the ground. But as he is now at a dead end, would you like for him as he goes back to take the other path that he just chose not to use? Or do you want him to go back even further to the original path? No, the one that he just chose not to use. Great. So he starts moving north and then as the tunnel curves around some more, it forks off once again. One seems to veer off more toward the northwest and the other more toward the northeast. Left. Love it. <laughs> I'm just trying to keep it consistent for my brain. Nice. As he takes the left path, he follows the left path and the tunnel twists and turns for a bit before he comes to an area where it widens out and becomes a cavern. On the opposite side of this cavern, he can see by the lantern light a trainer who looks like he's been waiting. He seems to be a few years younger than Luca, closer to Pearl's age, with dark tan skin and medium length hair. He wears a western print poncho, and judging from the smudges on his cheeks and pants, it looks like he's been entertaining himself with the dirt and rocks waiting for someone to arrive. I know this guy! <laughs> As Luca enters this cavern, he perks up and says, uh, Hey, my name's Ferris. 
Uh, wow, I, I didn't think we had anybody for a little longer, but don't worry. You're not going to be going far. Roll initiative. Woohoo! Let's do this thing. So as the battle begins, Luca will go first. He sends out Roxanne the Ralts, and Ferris sends out a Gligar. What would you like for Luca to do? Um, let's try to use confusion. All right, to use confusion, go ahead and roll 2d6 plus her instinct. Wow, she's got good instinct. Nine. Nine, okay, so that's a mixed success, so it's gonna be 1d6 plus one. Four. All right, so that is just gonna deal one point of damage to the Gligar. As her confusion just barely lands, more more just skimming off of the Gligar as it wobbles in the air for a moment. Uh, as it, a moment. As a it moment. wobbles as it wobbles in the air for a moment before swooping down more directly at her. I think you mean a moment. That will then take us to Ferris as he says, All right, Gligar, you sandstorm. And Gligar does begin whipping up this sandstorm, the dirt and dust moving throughout the air here in the space. That is his turn. Then it is back to Luca. We're swapping out to L. Great. Swapping out to L. Roxanne the Ralts comes back and Sneezle. L comes out. It then goes back to the Gligar, who is going to try to use a poison sting. That is a full success with a natural 10. And he is going to deal four points of damage to L. Oh, and with that natural 10, L is poisoned from the poison sting. What does that mean? It means she's going to have a minus one to hit and she'll take some damage at the end of her turns. But that takes us back to L. All right, we're going to use Icy Wind. All right, Icy Wind. Go ahead and roll to hit, plus her agility. So her agility is four, so I'm just going to make it a three because of the poison. Yes. I rolled a flat nine, so 12. Nice. A 12 is going to be a full success, so go ahead and roll that damage. Cool, 15. 15 points of damage from that Icy Wind is going to be 11 doubled to 22 points. Nice, L. Excellent, excellent. At the end of her turn, she takes seven points of poison damage as that sting from the Gligar just uh, begins to ache a bit. Great, she's now closed the distance uh, and is trying to keep up with the Gligar throughout this sandstorm. Then on the Gligar's turn, it is going to use a Fury Cutter. And that is a natural 11. Dang. So a full success. Yikes. So that is going to be four double to eight super effective points of bug damage. That'll then take us back to L's turn. What's Luca going to have her do? Icy Wind. Icy Wind. Rolled a hit. That is, I rolled a flat 10 on the dice. Flat 10 on the dice. Excellent. Plus, you know, all those things. Yeah, it's going to be a full success success. for sure. So go ahead and roll that damage. So 17. 17 points of damage. Excellent. That is going to come out to 13, double to 26 points. Booyah, L. Proud of you, girl. Very nice. And then I got to take poison. Correct. She takes poison damage, so seven points of that. And additionally, she'll take this from her last turn as well, but she'll take it here. She takes damage from the sandstorm as she gets knocked about. Yikes. Homegirl's hurting. She has taken 14 points from the sandstorm. No. Oh, no. From last turn and this turn. Oh, no. She's at 28. Ha-ha. How did that happen so fast? Passive damage. 
That was her turn, though, which will then take us back to the Gligar, who's going to go to add another Fury Cutter on there. That is a six, though, so that is going to miss. Thank goodness. We need something to miss. As the Gligar misses with that attack, it then takes us back to L. Uh, Luke is going to make a nature check to see how long this Pokemon's standing. All right, cool. Go ahead and roll for Luca to discern traits. Ah, yikes. It's a seven. A seven. Okay, a mixed success. So he can ask one of the things you wanted to ask how much health it has left. Mm -hmm, I do. It's got 19 health left. All right, let's go for it. Icy Wind. All right, Icy Wind. Go ahead and roll to hit. Yes, yes, yes. It's a flat 11 on the dice. So that's a crit. A natural 11. Correct. Mm -hmm. Because of her razor claw. Excellent. Go ahead and roll 4d6. Yes, I called it. Hallelujah. So it's 16 on the dice plus 10, 26. Great. So that's going to be 22 double to 44 points is enough to Get knock me. out the Gligar. As Ferris calls back the Gligar, he's like, oh, all right, <laughs> not too bad, but get ready for this. And he sends out a Marowak. Ajax the Cubone has evolved no! since you saw him last. Cool. At the end of L's turn, she is going to take all in all 14 points of damage as the sandstorm rages on and she's still poisoned. Oh, yikes, guys. <laughs> she might faint. And it is then the Marowak's turn. Who, starting things off, is going to use Focus Energy as its extra action and then is going to just try to roll to Clash against L. And that is going to be a mixed success with only a seven. All right, so after adding her defense, that is only going to be four points of super effective damage. Thank goodness. That will then take us back to Luca's turn. Yes, all right. She did not faint. Let's get Tarzan out here. We're swapping. All right. Luca uses his main action to swap out to Tarzan. L comes back and profile. Tarzan is now on the field. Beautiful. Okay. Um, and that's that's my main action. So that's all I got. Cool beans, cool beans, cool beans. That is Luca's turn as he manages to keep L from fainting. Luck's out there. Yeah, seriously. It is then Ferris's turn with Ajax the Marowak, who is going to use Headbutt. Try, try it, man. Critical hit. Oh, dang. I with a natural have 12. I should not have encouraged it. <laughs> I'm feeling that third level gym badge right now. Yeah, <laughs> for sure. So that is going to be 17. Minus his one defense. Uh, so 16 points of damage to Tarzan. Mercy. That is Ferris's turn as at the end there, the sandstorm goes away and it is Luca's turn. What is Tarzan going to do? Let's do Mega Drain. Okay. Mega Drain against the Marowak. Go ahead and roll to hit. Okay. That's 12. 12 total. Excellent. Excellent. That is going to be a full success. So go ahead and roll your damage for your Mega Drain. Um, seven. Seven total? Yeah. All right. Do I get seven points back? Well, seven minus its special defense is going to be three doubled to six. So Tarzan will get three points back. That is Luca's turn, which will then take us back to Ferris with Marowak, who is going to use Bone Rush. Bone Rush? 
bone rush. There's gold in these hills and bones. It's a bone rush. <laughs> that is a natural 10. Okay, but like, why you got to roll so good? Just the way the dice are falling today. Chill out. This is just the first battle. It was a natural 10 with Bone Rush, so it is eight minus his defense, so seven, half to four points of damage. It hits again for another total of four points of damage, and it does not hit again. So Grovile takes eight points of damage from the two hits with Bone Rush, and then it is Luca's turn once more. Let's do Leaf Blade. All right, Leaf Blade, go ahead and roll a hit. Eight. Okay, an eight to hit. That is going to be a mixed success. Roll your damage. It's going to be 3d6 plus two. Ten. Ten. All right. Were any of the dice a one on that? Yeah. Okay, well, the ones get treated as twos because of his type mastery. So it it would be 11 then. 11. That's all right. Every little point helps. Heck yeah. So with that extra one, it's 11 11 points of damage. So that is going to be seven doubled to 14 points against the Marowak. That will then take us back to the Marowak, who is going to try another headbutt, because he liked that last time. That is a 10 total, so a full success. And he's going to deal 10 points of damage to Tarzan as he just slams in with the headbutt once again. Back to Luca. Okie dokie. Let's try another leaf blade. Another leaf blade roll to hit. 11. 11, a full success. Excellent, excellent. Roll your damage. All right, I got a one on the die, so that's two. Uh-huh. Then a five and a six, so 13. Uh-huh. 13 plus seven, 20. 20 is going to be 16 doubled to 32 points. Oh, come on. Ooh, nice job. You got to get this guy down. Ajax the Marowak is looking rough at this point, seeming to be in a tough spot as Ferris is like, come on, Ajax, pull through. But that is Lucas' turn as Marowak just lunges forward for another attempt at a headbutt. Ooh, but with a natural four is not going to be enough to do it. Good, that's what we needed. He misses as Tarzan leaps into the air, raising the souvenir sword before he comes down. What's he going to do? Mega Drain. Mega Drain. Sorry if that ruins your image, but I'm going to take health from him while I can. That is just fair. (laughs) (laughs) Go ahead and roll to hit. Ooh, nice. Flat nine. Plus all the extra fixes. Great. Yeah, that's a full success. Roll your damage. Oh, man, that was great. 10 on the dice plus HP 14. Great, 14. And also stab, so 16. 16. Great. So that is going to be 12 double to 24 points. Do Um, I get 24 points back in health? uh, He didn't have quite that much left, so you'll get nine back. All right, I'll take it. But with that, Marowak is knocked out. Woohoo! Nice job! All right, good one, good one. Way to go, Tarzan. Grovile! As Lucas squeaks through that first match against uh, maybe surprisingly tough opponents. Yeah, that was, yeah. Getting Al poisoned was really bad. Mm-hmm. <laughs> that was not good. <laughs> All right, well, pretty good, pretty good. Not too bad, but if I was a challenge, good luck up ahead. You don't have to be a jerk about it. <laughs> I didn't, even, just, I don't know I didn't they, even show you my full team. Well, I mean, I'm just, you know, it's they they just want us to, you know, kind of be the, intimidating. What's the deal? Okay, all right. That I was about to say, I know another 10-year-old who says stuff like that, too. So maybe I was like that when I was 10. You know, it's just like, 
it's a challenge, so we gotta act act tough. It's I don't know. Hey, I don't hey, really. You don't have to act tough. Guess what? What? You are tough. Thank you. You're I appreciate that. Anytime. Hey, go go see the sunlight. You look a little pale. I do spend a lot of time down here in this cavern. Have you ever huh. met my friend Pearl? Yeah, actually, she came through here a while back, about she, 90 episodes ago. She owns an ice cream shop now. You should go get an ice cream cone. Oh, wow. Really? Yeah, he hands it in my card. You deserve a scoop. <laughs> it's the SS Clara card, but she's just drawn on the back of it. He re- she really wants me to promote it. She's like, it's a ground roots campaign. Sure. <laughs> Ground roots. Yeah, that's actually very funny. Not <laughs> not grassroots, but ground roots. Ground roots, yes. Uh, maybe maybe when I get off later uh, this afternoon, I'll, yeah, I'll come by Yeah, do they give there. you breaks? Like, you can meal time, Yeah, no, right? I, I get okay. breaks and stuff, yeah. Just I'm not just, like, locked down in, in a here, cave, right? no. <laughs> <laughs> hey, hey, hey. Yeah. Well, now, now since we're buds, have you heard anything weird going on with Mortimer? Anything weird going on? Yeah. I mean, like, he was out for a little bit, and he's he's why, back now. Why was he out? Uh, I don't know. I didn't, like, hear the details or anything, but, I mean, he, like, broke his leg while he was out, so I don't know. Dang! <laughs> yeah, I don't know. Uh, I think Ammon knows something because he filled in for him for a little while, but I I don't know. Oh, okay. I heard something weird like that happen. I don't know. It's tough that guy, guy got hurt. Yeah, uh, but he seems to be doing okay now. He's taking it in. Well, I was going to say taking it in his stride, but he's not striding too much with the broken leg. Cool. All right. Thanks, man. And he, he I don't know, gives him the card. <laughs> he gives him the card, and he's like, all right, well, uh, good luck, man. Cool. And Luca continues walking through the tunnels. Well, before he's really walking, yes. let's talk about he's going to get Al healed up. Yes, he absolutely will. So Luca's got some full heals and super potions in his inventory, so he can certainly use one of those full heals to cure her of the poison. Great. And then how many super potions would you like for him to give her? How much do they heal? 4d6 plus 4. I mean, you can choose you know, one at a time. Yeah, let's try one. Okay, cool. Oh, yeah, that was good. So it's 20. All right, 20 points back to L. Would you like to use another one? I want to, but I'm not going to. I'm, I think I can make it through this next one, and then we'll just see where we're at for the whole team. Cool. All right, so he's used the one super potion on L. And now that she's not poisoned, that was a real biggie. Cool. All right, so she's at what now after getting 20 30. back? She's at 30. Cool. Yeah. A little under halfway, but again, I think we'll be okay. Cool beans. That is what he does for her then. I excellent, would like excellent. to put, uh, since Bonnaroo has the XP share, Yeah. I'm going to put... Roxanne back at the top of the party again. Cool. Yeah, Roxanne back out front. Excellent, excellent. So with that healing taken care of for L, he's not using any uh, items on any of the others, correct? No. Mm-mm. Cool. So he then backtracks a little bit to the last fork in the road where he can go the other direction, which he did not choose this last time. So as he goes straight up north for a little ways, the nose pass just continues pointing straight ahead with its schnoz, and he can either go straight ahead a ways or fork off towards the right. Let's try straight ahead. Okay, as he goes straight ahead, ignoring that last fork, he sees that there is a ladder with an arrow pointing up towards B2. We're not there yet. We'll back out of that, and we will go to where the curve was. Great. As he backtracks a little bit, he finds an ether. 
So he has found an Orenberry and an Ether on this floor. And that comes to a dead end there. Great. And then we'll backtrack to where a couple of our right turns. Great. Way back the for the first one. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Great. For the first one, that one was actually an empty cavern. So it appears that he has as much Great. as he He's can cleared, cleared, this, cleared floor. this floor. Let's yes. go to that ladder. All right. So he makes his way up the ladder and goes to B2. Climb every ladder. Wait, what? <laughs> Where did that come from? <laughs> Are you looking for high-quality, family-friendly podcasts? Shows that are safe for younger or more sensitive listeners. Podicon Go is a reliable corner of the internet for the kind of podcast that everyone can enjoy. From educational programs to conversational topics and incredible storytelling and role-playing shows in a variety of styles, themes, and age groups. Podicon Go is a group of independent podcast creators dedicated to creating high-quality programs that provide family fun for everyone. Visit podicongo.com for an ever-growing lineup of shows, complete with descriptions and ways you can listen. Connect with the Podicon Go family-friendly podcast network on Facebook and Twitter. P-O-D-I-C-O-N Go. It's podcast fun for everyone. Podicon Go. Thank you for listening to Postcard from Poor on Quest Company Junior. Postcards from Pearl is a fan-made podcast and is not affiliated with Nintendo, Game Freak, or the Pokemon Company.